on ktalk.co.za, on the app, on DSTV Channel 885, and across the city on 567 AM. Now it's time for the third episode in our Lasting Love series. In celebrations of Valentine's Week, we are asking long-standing couples to share their insights with us into what builds a healthy relationship and what keeps partners committed to one another. You might recall on Monday we heard from Bill and Mary who spoke about the importance of always talking to each other and trusting one another implicitly. Uh, Yesterday, Heather and Andre emphasized mutual respect, never going to bed angry, and also making time for family dinners. I wonder what advice we will hear today. I'm really eager to find out because with me in studio are in fact our longest lasting couple of the week, Lydia and Richard Herman, who have been married for almost 64 years. It's wonderful to have you both with us. Welcome. Thank you very much for having us. It's our pleasure. Lydia, how did you actually meet? My um, two brothers were introduced to Richard. Yeah. And uh, invited him for tea one Saturday afternoon with a group of youth from our church. And that's where we met. And how long was it, uh, Richard, before you actually started dating from that initial meeting? For how long it was? I Ooh, think it was about a year. Because yeah. we met in 1956 and started dating in 1957. It's a long time ago now. We, uh, and we, married, called, it, we yeah. called it courting in those courting, days. Courting, <laughs> I love it. Very, very formal sounding, but very beautiful. Married in 1959, so in June of this year, it's going to be 64 years. And you mentioned it was um, the, the, that a church group played a role in bringing you together. Has your faith been something that's been important to keeping you together, Lydia? Oh, yes, definitely. That's yep. really been a stabilizer in our lives. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. It was actually my brothers, as I say. Yep. I mean, we invited, they invited a few of the youth of our church and invited Richard as well. Richard, what do you remember of that first meeting? It's just come again, sir. What do you remember about Lydia from that first meeting? Yes, yes. Um, although the, her brothers invited me, but I had my eye on her, you know. <laughs> and uh, But then I noticed when uh, the brothers invited me and uh, I used to come and visit him, then she used to get on a bicycle and go away to <laughs> riding until she thought to herself, okay, wait a minute, this young man, there must be something in him. He's worth sticking so around So I, I started falling in love with her. Aww. And here you are, nearly 64 and a bit years later. Um, I mean, Lydia, you've had a a large family and you still have a large family that I know has also been incredibly important to you and to your love story. Tell us a little bit about them. Right, yes, we have six children, two lovely daughters-in-law, four sons, uh, four daughters and two sons. As I say, the two daughters-in-law, we have 17 grandchildren, Eight grand, great-grandchildren Gosh. with another one on the way. Oh, congratulations. Mm, thank you. That's enough for a whole football side just, to, just Richard about. Calls it, Richard calls it a factory full. A factory full. <laughs> <factory yes>. <laughs> Richard, a factory full is a busy place to be. I, I'm guessing that means lots of, of noise and busyness in the home. How do you manage to keep time for one another when you're keeping your eye on six children, never mind all the grandchildren and great-grandchildren? It's, it's amazing, you know, that... Uh, I probably was grew up from small but amongst my family mm. with understanding, you know, and uh, seeing that we were married for ten years, I used to say an argument every ten years. 
<laughs> once only okay. for six six times in my life. <laughs> but anyway, uh, there was this uh, that I fell in love with her mm. and uh, with understanding, mm. you know, forgiving, loving, and uh, we carried through like that, and mm. it was successful. An argument once a decade. Lydia, what are some of the things you've argued about? Oh, goodness. <laughs> <laughs> many, many. many yeah. But there was always um, an understanding end off and uh, yes. uh, forgiving spirits mm. and uh, encouraging each other and respecting each other and uh, I suppose uh, praying together and mm. loving each other. No marriage is without its its ups and downs and its difficulties along the way. And you can joke about arguing once a decade, but Richard, I'm sure there have been difficult times in the last 64 years, as well as clearly many happy ones. What do you think it is that is the glue that keeps you together through those difficult times? It's, um, well, I, you know, there's a song that says, I'll be loving you eternally. Mm. And the other song is uh, that I'll walk beside you through the clouds and sunshine. Mm. And um, I think, you know, in a married couple, uh, although the man is uh, the head in the home, but uh, there should be understanding, as I said, forgiveness and loving and uh, straightening out matters and Mm. doing that. And that's uh, a great help, you know, and uh, that will keep the the pair together. Yeah. You're yeah. echoing what our two previous couples said as well about not letting the sun set on an argument, straightening out, acknowledging that there are going to be difficulties and disagreements over time, but yes. that it, the importance of finding a way to deal with those. Lydia, I mean, you you clearly have, have, have a way of communicating um, and supporting each other that allows you to do that and to, to push through and work through difficult times because here you sit 64 years later still together. Do you think that's absent in younger generations or, or when you look at your children and, and um, their generations, do you think you've perhaps inspired them to, to carry on in the same way? I think so. I think so. I think that children do look to their parents to a large extent mm. in any sphere of life. Children look to their parents for an example. And they've probably, the children have probably seen this companionship and the love and mm. the togetherness. And as I say, the praying together. We mm. believe that uh, the family that prays together stays together. Yeah. So six children and with families of their own, um, are all the families still close together? Are you able to to get together en masse quite regularly? That's a challenge, a (laughs) a huge challenge. There are about 35 of us when we get together. Impossible to have a do in our one-bedroom flat. (laughs) So I organise for us to go out on one occasion, I hired a bus mm-hmm. and we went for a long bus ra- ride from Ottery to uh, Sea Point for breakfast and then from there to the Green Point Park and then lunch at Snookies in Heart oh, Bay fabulous. and that sort of thing. Another time for a special birthday, we all went to Pine Lake Marina in, yeah, uh, in Sedgefield. Sedgefield. Yeah. And that sort of thing, uh, Pippa, we, we do that and we try to keep the family together in that way. Yeah. Uh, yes, we're all fairly close. Um, Plumstead, Deep River, Monte Vista, um, Lakeside. But one grandson is in New Zealand. Okay, so there's one far away. Gosh. Mm-hmm. And um, have you ever had the opportunity to go and visit him there? 
I haven't, no. He's been there for four years. Okay. Oh, and another granddaughter living in Sedgefield now. Okay, so right. you've got an excuse to, to drift a little further afield from time to time. But how wonderful to have the majority of the family, not just in the same country, but, but around the corner in, in some respects. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Richard, listening to Lydia describe 35 of you to get together for a family celebration, I'm guessing they must be big and joyful when they do happen. Um, uh, is it something that, that's important to you to keep on that tradition, to make the effort to keep everybody together across the generations? I think so. I think so. so yes, yeah. we would love to do that. It's difficult. Yes. Children have homework. Children have schoolwork. Mm. Uh, jobs are hectic these days for those who are working. Yeah. But we try. On Just on Saturday, we had a Valentine tea for the girls in the family. Love it. So yeah. all the girls, we were 16 in all. So with my sister and her daughter. But we were 16 in all at a Valentine tea. But we had it at our home. Wow. I mean, you are setting some goals for all of us to live up to here, Lydia, in terms of the effort that you clearly put in to making it possible for everybody to come together and stay connected to one another. I really take my hat off to you for that, because as you say, with life being as busy as it is, it's difficult. It does take an effort, and it's wonderful that you keep on making that effort. So 64 years in June. Richard, have you got any plans for the big anniversary celebration? And what what do you think you'll do on the day? Um... Well, what I, what I do would like to say is that uh, uh, over the years, each one of the family, each mm. one of the family could come to us, could come to Lydia and ask help. And she's there to help them, yeah. you know. So there's uh, no special no special function on their day. No, yeah. no. Last year, we went to the Caledon Hotel. Lovely. Just yeah. for a couple of days, yes. So you do every now and then. Treat yes. yourselves to celebrate it, That's but it, right. it sounds yes. from the way you talk and the way I can see you interacting with each other, it sounds like every day is, is an anniversary day for you. We in try a way. to we try to maintain that togetherness and that mm. companionship. That's important, Viva. So my final question to you is for, for the listener who is sitting there going, gosh, you know, I've just started dating somebody new or I wish I could have a partner that would still be loving me and talking to me and celebrating with me 60 years from now. You've shared a lot of nuggets of the things that have held you together. What advice would you give to somebody starting out in a new relationship right now, Lydia? Well, I would say absolutely, first of all, loving each other, truly, sincerely, Genuinely, it has to be that, Papa. It has to be um, knowing that this was the right partner. And, and I, I say it again, I think prayer just gives you that indication. And then encouraging each other, and I said earlier on, supporting each other, and definitely a forgiving spirit mm. and respect. Anything you would add to that, Richard? Yes, no, I agree. Um, may, I, may I say this, that uh, from my youth, my parents, you know, they always quoted a, a passage to me, and uh, which is true, I've experienced that, where it says, honor your mother and father and your days mm-hmm. shall be long. So I'm looking for 104 not mm-hmm. only 64 years, but perhaps 104 years. <laughs> but Richard's referring to him being turning 90 in December <laughs> this year. Okay, my goodness. 
Well, I look forward to the interview at 104. Shall we make an agreement yeah. that we'll chat then and follow up with you, please? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, you'll be 90 in December. Wonderful. Well, yeah. Richard and Lydia, I mean, it's 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 an inspiration to, to know that it's possible and to see the care that you show one another. I can see it even in the way you are sitting supporting each other through this interview. Thank you so much for making the effort to come into studio and share a little bit of your love story with our audience. I hope Thank it inspires you. some of our listeners yes, to hope, hope for it, it in their own lives. I hope it will inspire. Uh, many and thank you for having us Pippa yes, and thank you thank to the you. listeners for um, for tuning in. I, I hope they've enjoyed thank it you. as much as I have. Lydia thank and you. Richard Herman a great great pleasure to have you with us today. Thank, thank you very much.